I want to thank your pastor and the leadership of this church uh, for inviting me to come and minister the Word of God to you this morning. I believe all of you are keeping yourself in the hands of God under the covering of the blood of Jesus. And that's where we are all divinely protected despite the pandemic and despite the surge even of uh, the numbers of cases, the number of cases. But I want to thank God that God is bigger. God is so much bigger than, any, than everything that is happening around our nation, around our world today. God is never taken by surprise. Nothing happens out of his knowledge. He's always steps ahead before anything, before anything happened, before any crisis, before any tragedy happens in our lives, in our world, God already has a plan. God has a plan to turn things around for you and for I. And we as believers, we need to keep our hearts and our minds fixed on this promise of God, that God is able to turn evil around into good. We all know Romans 8.28, but we, at a time such as this, we need to keep reminding ourselves that no matter how dark the situation, no matter how bad times are, God is able to turn it around for the glory of God and to fulfill His purposes in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I would like to share with you from God's Word. Uh, we are in a time that we are living in, you know, uh, it, it is no surprise. It is no surprise to God because God already, you know, years ahead, already know what is about to happen in our world. And uh, we, as, we, as we cross into 2020, um, a lot has been said about 2020, but I just want to summarize quickly. In the Hebrew calendar or in a Jewish calendar, all right, we're not talking about our, uh, our Gregorian calendar, but in the Jewish calendar, the year 2020 is described as the decade of the mouth. Isn't it? Uh, incidentally, what is happening around us Right? It is the decade of the mouth, not just the year of the mouth, but the decade of the mouth. In other words, God is wanting us to pay attention to our mouth. God wants us to pay attention to what's coming out of our mouth because it's very easy to complain when we are faced with bad circumstances. It's very easy to talk about what you see and what you hear in the social media. And God wants us to pay attention to our mouth, to our words, because this is the year of the mouth. And God is saying, my people, Pay attention to what you are speaking. So my message for today is titled, Power in Your Mouth. There is power in your mouth and my mouth. And I believe that you all have already heard messages 
and you are already acquainted as well how important it is for us as believers, as children of God, to speak words that are in line with the Word of God. Why do I, why do I say that there is, there is power in our mouth? The Scriptures clearly tells us in Proverbs 18 and verse 21, tells us that, um, can we have the scripture please? All right, death and life are in, sorry, uh, I've actually given you this uh, scripture. This is from, taken from the Message Bible and it says it a little bit different than the New King James. Uh, it says something like this, words, can we have, a, yeah, words kill, words give life. They, either, they are either poison or fruit. You choose. Can you, can you imagine that? Right, your words are not, with, are not without power. The words that we speak, even though we can't see the words going forth out of our mouth, but they, they, there's something that is released when we speak words. They either kill or they give life. They are either poison or they are fruit, fruit that will bless others that receive those words. And God says, you choose. You and I have a choice. You cannot say that, well, I, I have to say those things. I have no choice but to say what I have to say. You and I are moral beings created in the image of God with the power to choose between death and life, between good and evil. You and I have been given that power and God holds us accountable for using our words for the power that He has put in our mouth. Yes, God has given us right, uh, the cross. He has given us power to overcome in life. We have the cross. We have the name of Jesus. We have the blood of Jesus and we have the Word of God. The Word of God in our mouth is what enables us to overcome in life. And if you're struggling and you're wondering why your life is not where, it, where God's Word says it should be, then I think one of the most important areas that we need to check is our words. Because the Bible tells us that if our words are in line with God's Word, when we speak what God speaks, we will see the results that God intends for us to have. But if we are speaking the words of the enemy instead of the words of God, then we will receive the fruit of our words that come from the enemy. So whose words are we speaking today? Whose words are you affirming in your life? I want to share with you a little story. All right, this is a true story, and I believe all of us know Thomas Edison. Uh, well, most, I, I believe most of you have heard of Thomas Edison. Uh, all right, one day, as a small child, Thomas Edison came home from school and gave a paper to his mother. He said to her, Mom, my teacher gave this paper to me and told me only you are to read it. What does it say? Her eyes welled up with tears as she read the letter aloud to her child. 
and she said these words. Your son is a genius. This school is too small for him and doesn't have good enough teachers to train him. Please teach him yourself. Now, many years after Edison's mother had died, he became one of the greatest inventors of the century. One day, he was going through a closet and he found a folded letter that his old teacher wrote to his mother that day. He opened it and the message written on the letter was this. Your son is mentally deficient. We cannot let him attend our school anymore. He is expelled. Edison became emotional reading it and then wrote in his diary. Thomas Edison was a mentally deficient child whose mother turned him into the genius of the century. Your words, positive words of encouragement can help to change anyone's destiny. Your words will define you and the words of people, that, the words that people speak to, about you and to you right, can define you if you do not make your choice, if you do not choose whose words you will receive and partner with, right? We are surrounded by all kinds of words. People say all kinds of things to us, about us, and with us. And there's a lot of talk going on, even in these days, right? During the pandemic, during all this crisis that's happening in our world, there's so much of words, so much of talk going around, Right in in, in our in our uh, whether it's among your group of friends or in your family members, there's a lot of talk going on. But God wants us, as His people, right, to pay attention to the words that we speak. Are we speaking life, or are we speaking death? Do you know that the words that you speak, they are not just empty words; they are containers. And the words that you speak, because they are containers, they carry something. It's not empty. Your words, my words, carry death or they carry life. They carry encouragement or they carry discouragement. We can build someone up and we can heal someone with our words. Or we can destroy and we can cut someone down with our words. I don't need to remind you what the epistle of James tells us about the tongue. I believe that you have heard enough messages. I believe that most of you know the Word of God, that God wants us to keep a guard over the door of our lives, which is our mouth. Words these days can be very cheap, but you and I, as God's people, as Spirit-filled believers, we have the Word of God in our hearts and in our minds. And you know, Joshua tells us, uh, in the book of Joshua, God tells us that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Not from your mind, not from your heart, 
Well, all this while we think that, well, I, I store the word of God in my heart, in my mind, isn't that enough? No, God's word tells us that His words are meant to be spoken through our mouth. Why? Because the spoken word is powerful. The spoken word of God in my mouth and in your mouth is so powerful that it can change the course of history. It can change someone's destiny and particularly your own destiny. So what are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to your spouse, to your friends, to your family members, to your loved ones? What are you saying? When you wake up in the morning, do you say, oh, another day. Oh, the weather, the weather is bad. Oh, I feel pain here and pain there. Oh, uh, it's a terrible day. What kind of words are you saying when you wake up in the morning, the Bible tells us that we wake up rejoicing and giving thanks to God and say, thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Why do we need to do that? Because the moment you say that, you are setting the tone for the rest of the day. When you declare the word of God at the beginning of the day, you are going to have a fruitful day at the end. Because your words that goes forth will prepare the day according to what you say. We need to align our words with God's words. And only when our words, our speech are aligned with God's words, then we will experience breakthrough in our lives. Then we will see God's promises coming to pass. Sometimes people say, how come so long nothing is happening? How come, you know, my life is like this? Why is my life in a mess? Perhaps one of the things that God is wanting you to do is to check your words. What are you saying? about your own self? What words do you speak to yourself? When you look in the mirror, do you, do you complain? Do you say, ah, oh, you're getting so old, you're getting wrinkled, um, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'll never, I'll never look good, I'll never enjoy life. You know, are you saying things right, that bring a curse upon yourself? Or are you releasing life, releasing blessing over yourself? It's so easy to speak what we feel because we are all feeling people. And we have a tendency to speak what we feel. We feel good, we speak good. We feel bad, we speak bad things and negative things. And sometimes we say, oh, I'm just joking. I don't mean it. Lah. You know, I'm just joking. But you, there is, you know, yes, we can joke. True, we can joke. But when we speak frivolously, right, without taking uh, note of the words that we speak, right, we can actually attract the negative things into our lives. What you speak is what you will attract into your life. When you speak positive words, when you speak life 
to your situation, when you speak goodness, when you speak light, when you speak health and healing and blessing and prosperity, when you speak words that are aligned with God's word, then that's what you will get. It is the fruit that you will receive. The Bible tells us there's a fruit that comes from our words. So what kind of fruit do you want to reap in your life? Pay attention to your words. God has called us as kings and, 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 and as priests unto God. We are called to reign in life. And he has given us the power to make decrees. Kingly decrees are issued by kings. All right, we know what a priest does. But do you know what a king does? All right, in 1 Peter 2 and verse 29, uh, so, uh, verse, two, uh, verse 9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim. Or in the, the, the Passion Translation, it says that you may broadcast the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are a royal priesthood. In other words, we are a kingly priest. It's a dual, a dual role. We are priests unto God, but we are also kings unto God. And Revelation tells us that, that we are, God has made us kings and priests to His God and Father. How do kings rule? Kings rule by issuing decrees. And the decrees that a king issue is law that governs the nation. And the decrees of a king cannot be revoked. Once the decree has gone forth, that is law. And that law will govern the nation. And that power God has given to you and I in our mouth. Because we are kings. Jesus is the king of kings, you and I, small k. He's the lord of lords, small l. But he is the king over all kings. And therefore, we have the power to issue decrees, to make declarations in our lives, over our situation, over your health, over your finance, over your family, over relationships, over your job, your career, your business, and over our church, and over our country, over our government, we have been given the power to issue decrees. And those decrees that go forth, that are in line with the Word of God, if God has said it, you and I can say it. And when we issue those decrees, those decrees, right, God will recognize the Word that you issue, that those words are in line with His Word. And you will see results. You will see transformation. You will see change coming into your life and into your family and into your world, into your situation. Where do we get our authority? It is delegated. All right. Uh, in Matthew 18, 18, all right, we have been we have been given delegated authority by God. And this is what it says in the Passion Translation. He says, receive this truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be considered to be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you release on earth will be considered to be released 
in heaven. Such power, such authority God has entrusted to you and I because we are kings. Whatever that you forbid on earth is considered forbidden in heaven. And whatever you release on earth is released in heaven. God chose, right? God chose to release His power based on our declaration, on your word and my word. God can do it without you and I. He certainly can. He is God. But He chose for men to partner with Him with making kingly decrees. When we partner with God with, with our mouth and issue the word of God through our mouth, then what happens is that we have the power to see things change in our lives because it is an authority that is delegated to us from God. So whatever you forbid on earth, heaven will back you up. Whatever you release on earth, heaven will also back you up. Now, I'm not saying that, okay, I forbid, you know, frivolously anything. Only when your words are in line with God's will, God's purposes, then you will find that the, all of heaven will back up your words. Declaring God's word also releases light. When we are in a dark, dark situation and a very dark time such as this, what we need most is light. When we declare God's word, light comes into our darkness. And when light comes, darkness flees. Light overcomes darkness. And here in Job chapter 22 and verse 28, it tells us this, You will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. How will light come? When we declare God's word into, his, into the situation. And it will be established. And then there will be light in our path. There will be light in the darker situation. Right? We wage warfare with our mouth. We wage warfare not with swords or guns and, 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 and nuclear bombs. We wage warfare with the words of our mouth in prayer. That's how we overcome. All right, God has placed tremendous power in our mouth. If only Christians will recognize that their words are so, so powerful, they will change their speech. If you recognize the words you speak can determine your destiny, I tell you, you will be very careful with what you say. I have to learn this the hard way. And I thank God that He is merciful to teach me and to help me, to guide me, to set a guard on the door of my mouth that I do not simply speak even though my mouth wants to speak things that are not encouraging. And this is even so more important in a husband and wife relationship, couples, married couples. I want to give you a tip. 
Do you know that your marriage is only as good as your mouth? Yes. I've discovered that. Your marriage is as good as your mouth. When you speak kindly, when you speak positively, when you speak good things to, your, to, you, to one another, despite all the negative things lah, that we see, but when you choose to speak only words that build and words that heal, then you will see your marriage turn around. And that is a reality that I've discovered. Your marriage is only as good as your mouth. Not, not just only marriage. I believe that it is in every situation, whether it is in a, in a church leadership situation, you know, what we speak to one another, or whether it is uh, among your uh, fellowship, your gathering, the meeting of God's people, or whether it's at your workplace, and wherever you go, even in the shops, the words you speak to people makes a whole lot of difference. It can either brighten up someone's day or it can bring discouragement and despondency. Your words and my words need to be aligned with what God is saying so that light can shine on our path. Very quickly, I want to say the last point here, that the promises of God are speech-activated. The promises of God are speech-activated. <laughs> your words, your words that you speak, right, when it is in line with God's word, right, that's what activates the promises of God to be fulfilled in our lives. In Psalms 103 verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you His angels, who excel in strength, who do His word, heeding the voice of His word. Angels only act on the voice of God's word. So when you are speaking God's word, when you are proclaiming and declaring God's promises in your situation, in your prayer, when you are speaking His promises and declaring His word, angels take your words and go back to heaven and present it before God. And when God sees those words, that those words are actually His words, it is His promises, then God will give the angels the power to bring forth what you have spoken. Angels cannot act on anything else. If you want God's angels to bring, his, bring God's promises to fulfillment in our lives, then we need to activate it by our mouth. It is speech activated. I want to share just a quick testimony. All right, um, when, my, when our dog was seven months old, seven months old, you know, uh, it was... You know, it was just at a point where it was very sick because the dog has ingested something that was just bad for its system. And it was throwing out. The dog was so sick, totally flat. Two days, refused to eat, refused to drink. And I could see the shadow of death just covering over the dog. And, but I refused to let the dog go. Even though I, you know, it, it was so easy to say, looks like we're going we're gonna to lose the dog. But I, left, I lifted up his chin and I said, I am not letting you die. 
You are not going to die. And I began to declare God's word over the dog. And I says, you shall live and not die. And in Jesus' name, I command you to, uh, to arise up. In Jesus' name, I speak healing. I speak health to you in Jesus' name. And that's what you and I need to speak when we are sick. I speak health and I speak healing. Where there is sickness, we need to speak healing. And I began to speak life to the dog. And miraculously, all right, the, the, the following morning, early morning, when we, when we came out from the room to look at the dog, the dog was no longer flat and motionless, but the dog was up and awake, wagging his tail and hungry, looking for food. That's how wonderful it is. Our words can give life even to something that has no life. Didn't God say, speak life? We sang the song just now, speak life. You and I are to speak life. When there is death, speak life. Where there is darkness, speak light. Where there is hopelessness and despair, speak peace. Speak hope to a situation. Don't join the crowd and say what the crowd is saying. But speak what God has ordained for you and I to speak. One more testimony quickly. One lady in our church, actually a couple, right? Uh, they were expecting a baby and during her fourth or fifth month pregnancy, right? They, they were having some problems. They went to three, three different uh, specialists, three different doctors, and all three doctors concluded and gave them the same advice. There is no hope for your baby. The only advice we can tell you is, please abort the child. The child will not live. Even if you give birth to the child, the child will not survive. Why? Because the amniotic sac is leaking and there's not enough amniotic fluid. And the baby, even though it, you, you continue your pregnancy, will be a deformed baby. And those were the words that were concluded about the pregnancy. And they came to our office. This was just uh, three years ago. They came to our office and, and uh, was, they were so desperate and asking us, Pastor, please pray for me. And when I laid hands on her stomach and began to pray for her, I just felt the anointing rise in me and I began to say, in Jesus' name, I cancel and nullify every word that the doctor has pronounced. I began to cancel the words of the enemy and I began to speak life into the baby. And I say, in Jesus' name, baby, you will live and you will be well-formed. You will be perfectly normal. And you will come forth a joyful baby. And I began to speak life. And to cut the story short, today, that baby is three years old. Healthy baby. That is how powerful the words of our mouth can create life. Even out of no life. Isn't that what the Word of God tells us? God calls nothing as if it is something. God calls into being the words of God. So friends today, what are you saying to your life, to yourself and to people around you? There is power in the words of your mouth. God is a powerful God and He has given us that authority, that authority and the power to release life through our words, to release healing, 
you and I, every day, we need to pay attention to our words. This is the decade of the mouth. And that is why the enemy is working so hard to close our mouth. Why are we wearing a mask over our face? The enemy is trying to keep our mouth shut. But we need to open our mouth to declare God's word. Because only the word of God can change our situation. Only the word of God can bring life once again. Can bring hope once again where there is no hope. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, I want to thank you that you have given this privilege today to partner with you, to partner with you and your Holy Spirit to not just only hear your word, but to speak your word into our lives, into our career, into our business, into our relationships, into our health and our finances, to speak life into our country, into our government, to speak hope where there is no hope to speak life and to speak peace. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, wherever your people are listening to this message in their homes, in their rooms, Lord, I speak life right now. Lord, those who are suffering with sickness and with pain in their body, I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Those who are struggling in their finances, in their jobs. Lord, I speak, Lord, a restoration, Lord, of health and finances into their situation. Lord, that they will be able, Lord, to provide food on the table for their family. That they will be able to pay the rent. That they will be able to take care, Lord, of the needs of the family. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak favor over your people. I speak favor, the favor of God. For your word says, Lord, you surround the righteous, Lord, with favor like a shield. Lord, you say that we are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You say that we shall lend and not borrow. Lord, this is your word, Lord, and we declare your word today. That, Lord, we are the head and not the tail. You say, Lord, that we are blessed coming in and we are blessed going out and no evil shall come to the tent of the righteous. You gave your angels charge over us to guard us in all our ways. And Father, this is your word. And Lord, we declare, Lord, that your people, Lord, will walk in and out of their house and they will be blessed, Lord. And whatever they put their hands to do, Lord, they will prosper because you are with us and you are for us. And you are greater, Lord, than all the troubles that we are facing. You are so much greater. You are so much bigger, Lord, than our circumstances. You are so much bigger than what the enemy may plot and scheme because you have a plan to prosper us, to give us a future and a hope, Lord. These are your words, Lord. And Father, today we declare your words over our lives. We declare your words over our situation. Lord, that there is hope, Lord, that you are for us and nothing can be against us. Nothing can harm us because you are standing for us and with us, Lord. You are around us. You are inside us. You are the great I am. The one that is inside us is greater than he that is in the world. Lord, you have given us, Lord, power in our mouth. And Father, we make decrees today. We declare life, life in every situation that we are in. Lord, let the dry bones 
rise up again. Let the, let the Dead Sea, let the dry Red Sea become a, a pathway, a highway. Lord, where there is no way, Lord, make a way. Because, Lord, You are the way maker. You are the miracle worker. You are the promise keeper. You are the light in darkness. Oh, we declare Your Word over our lives today. Lord, we receive Your Word, not only in our hearts, but out of our mouth, Lord. We declare, Lord, that Jesus is King. Jesus is King in all our lives. And every situation, Lord, that we are in, Lord, no matter how bad the troubles are, Lord, we thank You that You are able to turn evil around for good. You work all things for good to those who love You and are called according to Your purpose. We praise You, Jesus. We thank You, Lord. Father, I speak blessing over your people today. Wherever they are, Lord, I speak blessings, blessings upon them. Let the shalom of God come upon your people. Lord, that you will bless them, Lord, and you will cause the, the, your face to shine upon them. And that, Lord, they will walk in the peace of God, in the power of God. They will walk, Lord, and see, Lord, that things, Lord, in their lives are turning around because you are the God of turnaround. You are the God of breakthroughs. We declare it today over each one of our lives. Lord, bless your people in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.